We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody. My name is Bart Winkler. The Packers lost, and it was stupid. Uh, dumb game. Good, but a good game. They won this game. They were 2-0. and the Green Bay Packers were 2-0 in my head. They had won this game. I was feeling very good about the Packers winning this game. They'd won this game. Turns out they did not win the game. So what happened? Packers took a lead. It was 24-12. There was a touchdown that got called back, which I thought was a touchdown, but the toes were down, but then the heels were down for Mac Hollins, but whatever. Packers caught some breaks. Okay. They, in my head, had won the game. You're looking around the rest of the league. Detroit's losing. The Vikings had already lost. The Bears, uh, the, all, all of Chicago in unison. If there's any like silver lining of today, all of Chicago in unison quit on Justin Fields today, which is a shame because that makes me wrong too. Uh, but everybody's, you know, there's a wide open possibility for the Packers to go to two and zero and be in front of the NFC. And we don't know what these wins are going to mean. We don't know how things are going to go. We don't know how things are going to play out. How things will be stacked. What you know is when you have games where you're up 12 like this with a quarter to go, you should win this football game. So here's what I think a lot of people thought coming into the season. Not sure about the Packers. You know, Jordan Love, probably going to be some lumps. Jordan Love did everything he needed to do today. I thought on the whole, Jordan Love was fine. Yes, you can go back and break down film of every single pass and you'd be like, oh, that one was this or this one, whatever. You, you were down Watson. You were down Jones. Nobody knows what's up with David Bakhtiari, we can all assume. Jordan Love did everything he needed to do. He had three touchdowns. One was the flip, but he Jordan Love was fine. The defense was awful, especially against the run. A.J. Dillon is horrendous. I don't know how many more times we need to say this. Guy cannot stay upright. You hand him the football, he is already falling over. Okay, Matt LaFleur, it's five years now. You can't send out a field goal unit and have a delay a game. You have to, you, you, you got to be better than this. And then they don't take the 56 yard field goal. What happened to big leg Carlson or whatever? I, th- I thought this was like the whole reason that you drafted this guy and didn't have any, cause you're so confident in him. I saw, I saw an offensive lineman kick a 61 yard game winning field goal from Missouri over the weekend. And you won't let Daniel Carlson or Anders Carlson or whatever brother we have kick one from 56. So just, uh, there's a lot like in this game, which is unfortunate because love was good and this was a winnable game. And then you got out coached by big cat or Arthur Smith or whoever the hell Atlanta's coaches. 
All right, let's bring some people in here. Uh, Cone Roller, big win for the Badgers. Yeah, good win. T- Packers, though, A.J. Dillon, absolutely right. He's he's the most maddening player to watch run the ball. He, he doesn't even get touched. He just trips over every single time. Dillon's never been good is the thing. So I don't think there was ever a time. I mean, he, he had like one game where he had 100 yards and – it was in December, and we're like, this is it. This is why we drafted him. And But other than that, like, this is mainly what you get from Dylan. You get first down. I said this last week. I said this eight times. You get first down where he gets eight yards, and second down where he gets two, and then it's third and one. And so he just, like, falls down, and they can't go into a game where he is the lead back. Either you go, all right, we're doing Dylan, and they had Taylor out there a little and, like, a little bit of Emmanuel Wilson – but with Aaron Jones being done, we should have looked at it right away and thought, there's no way. They need him. They they can't do it with Dylan alone. He's not good enough. And and I think honestly, the offense lost him that game. Those those two drives after that the Falcons scored on afterwards were horrible. Play calling by LaFleur. He took the ball out of Jordan Love's hands and just handed it off to Dylan three straight times. So I and then the defense was already on the field for what a 15 play drive from Atlanta, just running it down their throats. So I kind of put this loss more on the offense, honestly, because they did not do the defense any favors in that second half. Horrible possessions. LaFleur, this kind of goes back to the game manager thing with Jordan Love is do do we have we seen enough from Jordan Love where we want to give him the ball, let him make plays. Don't don't get conservative, Matt. You think we have seen enough? I don't know. I think it's still early. I mean, there's going to be growing pains for sure with this young offense. But, man, that those two drives where they went three and out in the second half, fourth quarter, whatever, terrible. Well, this drive. is why I was so upset at the beginning of the game in week one where it looked like they were going to – because, you know, when Robert Sala's face is like, oh, my God, I just lost Rodgers. I'm stuck with Zach Wilson. Mike McCarthy, oh, my God, I lost Rodgers. I'm stuck with Brett Hundley. You shouldn't – I feel like that's kind of how LaFleur thinks when he's got Jordan Love, who is better than those other guys, who we've already seen in this game play just fine, and then you're not trusting him. Jordan Love did, did everything you need to be trusted, and for some reason, Matt LaFleur, who I want to go on record, I'm 100% out on. So I don't know if oh, this wow. is like – Take Quake. Yeah, take Quake, okay? I am – I. I've never wanted he, – I thought – him – look it. This is what the Packers do. And I'm bringing Sean O'Connell, the Sean O'Connell. You're getting yeah. all pumped up. This is what the Packers do. This whole LaFleur era, you know what it is? It's the era of stubbornness. They're, they just won't let things go. They won't get all, all rid of uh, – what was it? Uh, Petten. Then they won't get rid of Joe Barry. They won't, like, just get rid of Bakhtiari if he's going to play half the games. They won't get rid of AJ Dillon. They they just it's just stubborn all the way around. There's all these ships that are going down, and Lafleur wants to go down with all of them. Sean, you seem pumped up when I said that take quake as a cone. What's going on? What's that noise? Uh, It swirls, but no, everything. I am one hundred percent on the same page as you, Bart. And the fourth quarter is even going a little bit into the third quarter, Matt LaFleur certainly did get outcoached. It's as simple as that. 
by Arthur Smith. Absolutely. That's terrible. It should not have happened. They had all the momentum. They were firing on all cylinders. For three quarters, they played a very complete game, and then they just let it go away. Well, what is the consensus? Do people think that LaFleur is a good coach? I think so. Is he, though? I don't know. I think, like, and when you say coach, it's a very overarching term. I think that Matt LaFleur knows football. Matt LaFleur has an offense. Matt LaFleur has things he wants to do. But when I say coach, I mean, like, can you manage a game? You know, like, can you – there's the coaching part of it, and then, like, there's the baseball management managerial part of it and we always say craig council is a great manager is craig does craig council ever instill like does he ever help anyone with a batting stance like does he ever does he ever do any coaching i don't know i know he's good at managing situations and um you know when to bring guys in all that kind of stuff he's good at that matt lafleur is not good at that he is not good at that part of the game and I don't know that he ever will be. And ad- additionally, Bart, I would like to say, too, we have seen the same errors um, by players not be corrected. Uh, at the end of last year, we had the Quay Walker situation where generally if a player is going to be ejected for pushing someone not in a football uniform or wearing pads, you would not expect to see that same thing happen in the same season, but it, but it did happen. Um, and then today, like you said, um, lining up for the kick and then having time, you know, run out, that is not a good well, the look. first drive, why you're going to go, you're going to kick the 51 year field goal. You're not ready for it. Then it's a delay of game. So it's a 56 year go from kick the field goal. I, I agree. And now the beginning of the game, too, kick the field goal. And when Jordan Love lined up for the fourth and fourth and inches, what happened? That was bad. That was yeah. I don't know what that was. That was on Love. That well, well, I mean, but ultimately, when something happens with the players, unless it's that special person that Bart Winkler needs half the time of the relationship to grieve over, uh, to move on. You know that 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 player, especially a young and experienced player, he falls much further underneath the coach's umbrella. And Matt Lafleur has got to take responsibility for that because it did the offense in the fourth quarter did not look sharp. Love no, if you just watch this game and you just watch the fourth quarter, like Love made a play that could have been a pick six, you know, and I don't know what happened on some of those other routes. And if you just watch the fourth quarter. Like, just the fourth quarter, you're like, the Packers went from Rodgers to this? It was not a great quarter. The other three quarters, so he had done what he needed to do. I That's where I – because I, I feel like there's going to be some – there might be some takes on love that annoy me. Well, But I feel, I feel like he he did enough today. He did, he did plenty enough today. He did enough to win, but, you know – you're a quarterback of a team. You gotta, you gotta do more than just enough sometimes. And he was zero of six in the fourth quarter. Had a couple chances. I, I really think it goes back to Lafleur kind of taking the ball out of his hands and putting in fucking AJ Dillon's hands. What are we doing? AJ AJ Dillon, you need one yard. At first, I thought he got it because then I'm like, oh, 
but now they do the line of scrimmage yard. And then, you know, the, the, that first down yard looks like a, like a mirage at the end of the desert. AJ Dillon, man, just stay on your feet. And it, it was, if it's, if it was like the one time in this game, there was multiple times in this game, it's multiple times in this guy's career. He's not, he, he is like, he's not good enough for the role they try to use him in. Right. And they keep trying to make it happen. And it keeps not working. And also, Jair kind of showing flashes of, of the player he was last year today. Jair wasn't that good. Savage was brutal. Quay, not great. There was that one pass downfield. Who was that, too? Um, Hollins? I don't remember. Maybe. And it looked like it looks like the route was for Savage. And then he somehow didn't come up with it. Dropped interceptions. Should have been pick six. What I'm the most mad about, guys, is that Happy Place Hemp is stacking these wins so that at the end of the season, instead of 25% off, it's 25% off plus another percent for every win. So if they win seven games, that's 32% off products for the week. This should have been a number, another one of those percents. So that's what I'm upset about. And the way to cure my ales is to have a gummy, thanks to my friends at Happy Place Hemp, where, yes, everything is 25% off. All gummies, all tinctures, everything with the promo code BART. Get maybe a Delta 8, 50 milligrams tonight. Now, Bart, let's say I'm I'm new to the CBD game. What, yeah. What, what do I order from them? You know, the, it seems like they have so many options. What What's the best thing to get? I would start with the sampler pack. Because then you can try to see what one you would like. And you can dabble around. And then when you know what you like, you can get a bigger order still with the promo code. 25% off. I'd try, I'd try the Delta 8, maybe, to start. Now, Bart, I'm new to the promo code game. When you say they're adding an additional percentage off, is that on win weekends only, or is that for the rest? All of right, the you year? guys are doing it. Yeah, okay, we, we we don't need to. We're doing good. Thank you. Okay, thank you guys. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. 
Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com. I'm going to bring in Hot Take Jake as well. Are you on a toilet? Uh, No, but I am in a gym, like, locker room slash dressing room. See, there's, like, a bench here. Oh, uh, I have an announcement. You guys want to hear my announcement? I do. Bart joined the gym. I have an announcement. Bart joined the gym. This very basement where I podcast, right? With this beautiful backdrop behind me, will be featured every Monday morning at 6:45 a.m. on WISN Channel 12, as I will be doing Packer hits with the morning show every Monday the rest of the season. Okay, how about that? Nice job. And this is what I'm going to look like. I'm not dressing up. I'm not looking nice. I'm going to wear this hat. Maybe I'll go with this sweaty hair. I don't know, but this is what you're. This is what Milwaukee is going to wake up to at six forty-five. Authentic. Jake, your audio is a little weird, but we can hear you. What's up? Okay, I'll try to adjust that if I can. Um, if not, I'll, I'll jump back in. But um, first things first, I'm going to make a huge announcement here in a minute. But a couple quick hitters. First things first, uh, Desmond Ritter was so bad today that he made me believe that Tanner Mordecai could be drafted. Um, second. If Love was Ritter, we'd be in we'd oh. be in trouble. Ritter stinks. Yeah, yeah that would be rough. Um, and our secondly, let him beat us. Um, before I get to the Packers, um, Colorado fans storming the field after beating a team at home that you were favored by double digits to take two overtimes to do it. Okay, I mean, I guess that's participation trophy culture at its best. It's eleven thirty at night. Colorado sucked forever. Those are children. Who cares? So did, are they just going to storm the field after every win? Is that their thing? Why not? Who's at harm? I mean, it's just who lame. I mean, who, who, who's, who, who's at harm, honestly? Uh, it makes you look weak. They're 19-year-old kids in college. Who cares? Yeah, but, you know, you act like you've been there before. Yeah, no one's going to take them seriously, right? And they but, never will you know. be again. Um, there were some good takes on Deion Sanders, who I refuse to call whatever they called him a million times on the broadcast last night, that the big show, you know, that all the, the extra stuff, like that's going to probably come back to harm them after a while. I think we'll it already Colorado harmed them. later. We'll do Colorado later. Good. Fair enough. Um, Packers, you made me mad today because look at how sad Sean O'Connell looks right now. And I don't like that. Okay. That makes me upset. Um, Bart, I think I'm with you on uh, Coach LaFleur. Uh, here's who he reminds me of. He's the Terry Stotts of NFL coaches. Like, he's clearly a guy that knows the game and, like, he's solid. But can you visualize him hoisting the Lombardi trophy? Like, I can't picture Terry Stotts lifting the Larry O'Brien trophy. I can't picture Matt LaFleur doing it. It's just there's something missing there. And there was just obvious stuff today. Like uh, when the clock's running down, I'm screaming, call timeout, call timeout. They take a delay of game that potentially costs them three points. That's so easy 
to like be aware of and watch. Um, the other big one was when Atlanta missed their extra point earlier, you scored. Why did you not go for two? Uh, it, it only made sense. That gives you basically you're up an extra possession there. Um, so they, they're supposed to carry these charts that say when they go for it, when they don't. If it did, like if that chart told you not to go for it, then update your chart. That was really stupid. Um, but yeah, the, here's my big announcement. Uh, and this is something that is going to come as a shock to a lot of people. I, right now, on the Bart Winkler show, am going to admit that I was wrong about something. Now, this is a foreign concept for most people in today's society. A.J. Dillon does, in fact, suck. Okay? I gave him all the leeway in the world. Um, I I can't take unforced errors in crunch time. To go down on your own, I, I don't know if he got tripped by Harvey the Rabbit or what was going on there. Uh, just brutal, brutal lack of um, execution of the at the end there for Green Bay. I predicted they were going to lose the game beforehand, but I didn't want to see it like this because I thought Jordan Love, for the most part, balled out. The young receivers, uh, they balled out. I thought, you know, we were going to have to kind of kick and scratch to beat them, but they made some great plays, ran great routes. Uh, just, man, this one stings. And especially if they're at the end of the year, they're nine and eight, they're eight and nine, you know, they're, they're trying to like kind of, if they're in that playoff mix, this is one that you're going to look back on and be like, damn, how the hell did they lose that? Malifor is going to cost this team three to four games. Yes. And, and, and speaking on AJ Dillon, you know, not to pile jump on the poor guy. That being said though, I think he is a bit of a front runner when things are going well. That's the best time when we have a lead when uh, the defense is, uh, the opposing defense is tired, that's when to give the ball to A.J. Dillon. But, and yeah, the crunch time, not a good time. He, he, I think he is very much a front runner. Um, and uh, as apropos to a discussion I had earlier today about the great Patrick Swayze movie, Three Wishes, everything contains its opposite. And the harder it seems like A.J. Dillon tries, the worse he plays. And that's yeah. not true for every player, but for AJ Dillon, it does seem to be true. Because I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. sure he's trying. I'm sure he's trying. Hey, I need Can to admit I... something too. Let's hear. It. I was wrong. Say it. Say it. Say it. Justin Fields stinks. Yes. 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 We're turning over a new leaf today, buddy. This is awesome. I. I <laughs> we also... got the call. I was also I was also wrong. I I also uh, last year uh, I, and as I was mentioning about Quay Walker, I thought he was uh, unredeemable, unsalvageable, and I thought he should not have come back for this year. But it does seem like he is playing much better, much smarter, meditating at the uh, uh, goalposts. It's good to see, and I really hope the guy uh, figures it out. But I, and I was wrong about him. Hopefully. I've got uh, two more things before I step out, if that's cool. Yeah. Uh, number one, uh, it was a learning experience for Jordan Love when he got the ball back with a minute left. He immediately was looking for huge plays. You got, hey, you got, it's getting too shitty. You got to come back later. Is that better? I think your headphone. I don't I don't think you can be doing this on those. Yeah, these fucking headphones. Fair enough. I'll let you guys go. All right, buddy. I think Austin's at a bar. Hey, bar. Oh, Christ. Where are you? We're at the high dive. 
in River Nice. Lot. Looks packed. <laughs> <laughs> it is on this side. No. Well, what are you thinking, oh, man? Uh, hey, man. Uh, defense. Uh, my, my thing is defense, really good in the red zone. I don't know why they can't do the same philosophy with, you know, like a five, ten yard play. Jordan. Okay. Oh, we love look good. Oh, are you got? Did you guys rehearse something? What's going on? Huh? Okay. Next. Speak. Oh, what's up? Okay. Okay. So J Love looked good, but defense looked sloppy. Just because you know, open field, it was rough. But red zone looked good. But I, I have like even after usually after a loss, I feel like I want to kill myself, but I won't do it tonight. Because they look good. I mean, they lost this game, but they will win more games this season. Yeah, that's an interesting point. Uh, they lost, and I'm upset that they lost, as you would always be, but uh, we don't know, like, what did it? What does it mean? What Did this cost us something? Was well, this no. the loss that's going to eliminate us from the playoffs? Or is this no. going to be one of five losses? We have no idea. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, like, I treated this like a playoff game just because I was so excited for them to win, you know, to go 2-0. I was excited for them to do that. But, you know, we made some bad decisions in the end, but they they look like they can win football games, I think. Yeah, there's – and, again, they're missing a bunch of guys. Aaron Jones is out. Right. We still haven't seen Christian Watson yet. The David Bakhtiari thing – Bakhtiari not playing. I there was a lot of talk about the turf, and I'm going to assume that David Bakhtiari and the team together thought, hey, you know, you're a little banged up. Let's not play on turf. And so it's not like a total, I'm not coming, I'm not playing. But Bakhtiari's been so vocal about not wanting to play on turf. I wonder if his buddy Rogers didn't go down on turf, if Bakhtiari would have played. There's, I think, four more games this season that are supposed to play on turf. So if it's if it's the team and him coming to an agreement, that's one thing. If Bakhtiari's flat out told him, and again, this is all speculation, but if he's flat out told him I'm not playing on turf, then I don't think he should get paid for those games. <laughs> we should have traded Bakhtiari to the Jets, man. Just yeah, I, I'd be fine with that. I'm so sick of his contract and – he, he never plays. Sucks. Week five in Vegas is on turf at Detroit. Week 12 is on turf. Giants week 14 is on turf. Minnesota week 17 on also, turf. Also, the Sean O'Connell. <laughs> uh, the Mrs. O'Connell just agreed with, with what you said, Austin. So that's two <laughs> votes for cut that guy loose. Um, and I just want to, because um, hopefully uh, maybe um, I, I got some little cooking. <laughs> but uh <laughs> As a parting shot, a Parthian shot, if you will, is uh, overall this seems like a game where defeat was snatched from the jaws of victory. That's my last thought. All right. Love you guys. See ya. Love it, Sean. All right. Hey, we're going to let you guys, you and Jake, take back over.
Thank you, Bart. You guys hear Bart? You can hear Bart. Can't hear Bart. I was muted because I was coughing again. <laughs> okay. It's needles. It, it was me. All right. All right. Thank you, guys. You guys rock. We'll uh, be listening. Thanks. Thanks, man. Yeah, I, I've been muting my mic. And if I mute it on the computer, I can see that it's muted. Otherwise, if I mute it on the top button here, the mute button, then I can't see it. Hey, uh, the cough has been very, very bad today. Very. You bad. can't tell. You look like you have it under more control. Um, right now it's okay. I, I mean, ask my brothers here. My parents are here. Even Get my son's on. like, Daddy, you're gonna cough like this forever. Hey, I'm gonna read some comments while I have you here to to bounce some things off. Hot take, Jake is here. Uh, Packers post game show. There's a lot more that happened that we'll talk about. Uh, Brewers are playing as we are recording. Tim's watching the game and will join us. I think when that game's over, I have no idea how it's going. Um, I'm very upset today. I'm very upset at DirecTV. They gave us the Red Zone channel and say we have to subscribe to a certain sports pack for it. I am subscribed to that pack. Uh, they will not give me the channel, so I'm very upset with that. Here are some of the comments that have come in throughout the show. Talk Beast, A.J. Dillon, worst player on the team. Guy is horrible. Well, one problem with that is that when Dylan wasn't getting things done, uh, neither were the other guys. So Patrick Taylor didn't do much. He had one carry, I think, uh, a target. Emmanuel Wilson was three for five. But yeah, Flash the best run of the day, the best run of the day was Love's 24-yard scamper for a first down. Love finished the day 14 of 25, 151, three touchdowns. 113 rating. Six I like that word. A scamper. That's a scamper. Just a, a yeah. little scamper. I don't need to go too deep into the th uh, thesaurus, Mark Jones, ESPN style, but it was a little bit of a scamper. Eastside League says Packers deserved to lose that game. Um, there was, you know, remember Rogers' first year? They played in games like this where they had, they had games you thought they were going to win, and then they just didn't. They had a comeback effort failed people started saying that rogers wasn't clutch that was untrue and uh you know love I, they had the ball back so they had an opportunity but they couldn't get it done uh adams looking on the bright side says your first place green bay packers which yeah nobody's two and oh in this division q is here with a nice looking shirt hey q what's up guys um how you feeling i pin this loss on david bakhtiari and his fear of turf. Now, I, that is all alleged. No. Well, we know he doesn't like turf. Fact. But it's I'm we're alleging that he chose not to play on it. He is he has a 21 million dollar cap hit and dude plays in half the games and he he spends more time thinking about Aaron Rodgers than the team that he plays on. I It does seem like beyond disappointed. It does seem like, remember when Scrubs ended? Did you guys watch Scrubs? Scrubs ended, and then they wanted it back. So they had like a new cast of Scrubs. But then they still had JD come for like four episodes. And it's like, no, 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 you belong with the old stuff. Like this is a young team. This is a new team. David Bakhtiari doesn't even belong here anymore. Go somewhere else. I mean, We've moved on. We've rebuilt in every other way. 
This was a contract that the Packers never normally give. They gave to Bakhtiari. Uh, Justice, I don't know how to say this guy's name, but he's all, he's, he says he's made like um, $80,000 a snap since signing his extension. I believe it's fair to ask him to play turf games or fine him. He didn't play in this game. He was on the injury report. There are four more turf games left. If David Bakhtiari is going to choose not to play, we shouldn't allow that. Like that should not be allowed. Everybody else had to play. These NFL players, they will not play on turf. Or they, they don't want to. They hate it. But they're what are you going to do? Yes. Should he play on grass? I guess if that's what everybody wants. But what are you going to do? You're, you're just going to hold out in the middle of the season? You're not going to play five games for the Packers on turf? They need him out there. And then Jenkins went down. So, yeah, Bakhtiari not playing is a big story of this game. I Ultimately, if I'm going to pin the loss on one person, I, I think Matt LaFleur is going to cost this team three to four wins. And this was one of them. For Bakhtiari, I, just, I would say, you know, if you don't like turf, I whatever, I get it. Um, I think there's other players at other positions that have it a lot worse playing on turf than offensive linemen. Um, you know, you talked about your skill position guys, they have to cut, they have to, you know, land off of that. So, um, but the biggest thing is talk to your union. If you don't like it, you know, that's who you can talk to until then shut the fuck up and play. Uh, yeah. I mean, what I wanted to say earlier about it, what I thought it was a, a teaching moment, um, or at least a learning moment for love was, when he got the ball back with a minute left and they had to go, you know, you had to get roughly probably 45 yards or so to get into field goal range. Um, right off the bat, he looked panicked. He was going for big plays, trying to hit the sidelines. Whereas, you know, a guy like Rogers with his experience, he's not going to panic. Yes, we don't have any timeouts, but there's still 50, I think there's 58 seconds left. Hit the middle of the field where they're going to give you those yardage, get a couple quick gainers and build some confidence. And Love just immediately looked like, oh, shit, we got to get this done. So um, I think he can learn from that. But I also wanted to say that um, I still feel really good about this team. If Watson or Jones, I don't even need both of them, but if one of those guys plays, um, you know, that was just a, it was a tall order. We talked about it on Wednesday show with our friend Paul Imig about gravity guys. And those are your two biggest gravity guys on offense that provide spacing that, you know, teams have to game plan around and you have neither of those guys. That's just a tough ask. So I think if you have either one of those guys, it's probably, um, I don't want to say an easy win, but I think they probably win by a touchdown or so. So there's still a lot to be positive about with this team. Yeah. I, I think those are some really good points, Jake. It's hard to get a read on Jordan love when he doesn't have his top two skill position guys. Uh, he still got a lot out of the players that were there. Oh, I think we got to read on Love. Love's good. Yeah, he's good. I think he's good. I, I still question in pressure situations. I mean, today was definitely well. This was like the, like the, yeah, this was a moment, and we, yeah. he needs that kind of experience. You're not going to get that in practice. I the, mean, the throw he had was almost pick. Yeah, the, again, like I said this earlier, but if you watch the fourth quarter and that was it, you're like, uh. But Love had put them in a position to win this game. Absolutely. So, And, and I, you talk about football being a game of inches. Uh, Vilma pointed out on that missed throw to Musgraves, like the safety bit the wrong way and Dobbs was wide open. And if Love would have just seen that, you know, that split second difference, he would have hit him for a wide open touchdown and then the game's over. So it's crazy how football, it always seems to just come down to these little decisions. 
for sure. I guess. All right, I got. Uh, what's that, Q? I where where do we stand on Savage? Oh, he sucks. That's yeah. I was so surprised the announcers were complimenting him, saying he was playing fantastic football. I was like, did you guys not see him give up that touchdown in the first half? Yeah, he's bad. More comments. KJ, defense crap the bed. Ken, horrible fucking loss. We totally choked. Tom, we're 2-0 until the defense arrived. <laughs> Daniel, Joe Barry can leave. Poops Galore is back. He says, Barry is dump. Tom, Dylan trips over the chalk. Not even. D- he sucks. Can we just cut him? I w- yeah, that'd be great. I mean, honestly, I'd rather go with the young guys. Were there like, people that were like, oh, you were going to trade him for Jonathan Taylor? Why? Was that, was that a thing that happened? He likes Door County. How could we trade a guy who likes Door County? Yeah, he's got a lot of good PR, and he's a nice guy. He just – it's not even that football. he's – he can't stay upright. He falls over. Can we talk about the defensive game plan? Because Desmond Ritter is among the worst quarterbacks from his like starting quarterbacks in the league. So I just wondered right off the bat, how are you not just blitzing the shit out of them, like stack the box. You knew their offensive game plan was they have these two really good running backs. One of them is probably going to end up being the best running back in the league. So you know what they're going to try to do. They have this awful quarterback. Why not make him beat you rather than playing the soft-ass Joe Barry special? Uh, and they just ran all over him. Made no sense to me. I, 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 I honestly want to know what Joe Barry is thinking when he plans these things. They did this stuff. Again, here's a comment from Daniel. Why are they lined up 10 yards off the line from Bijan? They did that. You knew that they needed a few yards. The slant was there. We gave it to them. We told them to get it. They went and got it. This was a and this I just feel like in the Lafleur era there is a stubbornness where maybe Barry's not the answer and instead of instead of figuring that out and knowing it you're gonna keep trying and keep trying and keep trying and that's the same thing that's going on with Dylan. Well, Dylan how about this too? Like, Dylan tripping is like Moxley blading. It's a given. Nice. That's reference. a good one. Reference. Um, how about this too? Was it not the ultimate sign of we don't respect you when inside of two minutes with the you could take a game uh, or take the lead on a field goal here or go for it on fourth and inches? And they were like, throw the offense out there. It wasn't even a thought. Like, that's to me, how does LaFleur look at a situation like that and have confidence in Joe Barry when the opposing coaches have zero respect for the guy? I, I don't know. Uh, they, they clearly don't. Uh, and the defense, this, there's a lot of guys on this defense that are good. There's good players on this defense. They have a way to get the most out of that. I think, like, um, well, how, how many snaps did Rashawn Gary play? He wasn't out there that much, was he? So he's still well, kind of doing that. Van Ness had to leave the game at this, one point. This defense has, like, the A.J. Hawk thing going where they're all freak athletes, Walker, right? 17 tackles. Dude was everywhere. Like, they're all these freak 
freaky fast, strong dudes. And then you watch them play and it's like, they're just moving side to side. And they're like, it's like somebody turned the sliders down. I think I said that last year about the defense. Like, yes, you have these freak athletes, but turn all their sliders down by five. They ran the ball. The Atlanta Falcons did 45 times, 10 from Ritter, 19 from Bijan for 124 yards. Wow. Tyler many- Algier. I think we should all jeer at Joe Barry's defense. <laughs> How many, targets, how many tar- targets did Robinson get? Uh, he had five targets. That's it? Okay. Out of the, yeah, but he had – I mean, he had he had almost 200 yards of offense. And, and that's, you know, he's very And they good. knew they were going to do that. They knew it. And I can't – Ken reminds us that the Packers dropped two gimme interceptions. Yeah. One uh, was a pick a six. Hatred for Dylan. Dylan is so fucking bad. What else do we got? D was bad, but often shit the bed. Uh, Adam again. Cam Akers got declared inactive today for the type of game Dylan just had. <laughs> yeah, that. So um... Can we win without? We could win. But this is here's the problem. They were missing a lot of guys. We still could have won. At yeah. one point, I thought we were 2-0. I was very excited. I said, the Packers are good. Uh, and they looked good. And then they just gave it away. So, can we not – can we win without Aaron Jones? Can we win without David Bakhtiari? Do we need Watson back? Wicks caught a nice touchdown. Reed was doing stuff. The receivers, you know, did fine. But we need these guys. We yeah, need these guys. My take is if any one of the three guys that were outplayed, we would have won. Um, well, and not I think only Bakhtiari, that. Bakhtiari would have been the most important one of the three, and Jones would have been the second most important. On a smaller scale, oh, very, this very game reminded me. Here. Go ahead, Jake. I was just going to say this game reminded me on a much smaller scale of the NFC Championship game against Seattle where you could probably go back and take – one of 15 plays at that, like out of the entire game, if one of those plays goes your way, you win that game. Just one. And everything, just every single one fell in Atlanta's favor. Like the Jair, I know they say the reason why defensive backs aren't receivers because they don't have hands, but I think he was like, he saw the end zone. He was planning. I'm going to do the Dion high step like before he secured the ball. And yeah, that was, that was a game changer big time because that could have been what started a route. Uh, you know, you know who else got Ritter routed today? Control. You know who else got routed? Uh, me in my picks. I don't know who's in first place in our splash sports pool, but I, I, the Giants are getting killed. Uh, the Lions lost. I thought the Texans were going to roll. I thought the Bears were going to win. I thought Jacksonville was going to win. I had a really bad week. I did pick Atlanta. I, I in that pool, I did pick. Atlanta. We will have a week three uh, pool coming as well. If you want to play that for the five bucks, Gene. How's your survivor pick? Two fifty. My survivor pick this week was the Dallas Cowboys. Um, That's mine as well. If you took the Giants, they're already as we're recording, they're down fourteen to the Cardinals. So uh, yeah, that one. Brent here says week two, young team struggled in the fourth. They'll learn from it. Uh, yes, I think, however, and again, I don't know what the expectations will, I don't, we don't know what's going to happen with it. Like, are they going to be a 10 win team? Are they going to be an eight win team? 
Are they going to be a six-win team? We don't know what kind of team. Historically, we've known, oh, this is a team that's going to win 11 games and they will lose in the NFC Championship, right? We've, we've always known what the script is going to be. We don't know. What worries me is that they could be in a position to be a team that has some stuff to play for, but these problems of Joe Barry and to go back to A.J. Dillon and uh, with David Bakhtiari and with Matt LaFleur's play calling. And, you know, I, for a while he was getting a lot of – he was getting a lot of uh, accolades and credit. And, again, with LaFleur, he knows football. He can design plays. I just don't think that he, like – I think he needs – he needs something to happen, and then he needs to pause life, go sit on a mountain, think about it for a day, and then come back. I don't think that quick decisions are a skill of his. I don't think that's something that he can do. He can't process information to make a decision in managing a game that quickly. That's something that you need. You the, And even if it's the wrong decision, there's just a lot of times where you can almost see him thinking. And the indecisiveness is not a trait that you can have at that level. So I'm, I'm very like Dylan. I've been hard on for a while. Uh, Bakhtiari's pissing me off. I really like, if you polled people, I'm like as close to fire Lafleur as anybody else. <laughs> I, I feel like and they're not gonna, and they want, and they, shouldn't and you know now he's tied with love and stuff but he needs to just he need i wish we were getting him in his second job is what i wish that's a good i wish he had already been somewhere for a while like the cowboy the cowboys with mccarthy you know the cowboy we had mccarthy he got a super bowl but then mccarthy went to that cabin and relearned himself stuff i wish we had a guy that already failed and had you know knew what worked and what didn't, because we're getting a lot of him learning on the fly. John Gruden. I don't. I don't like that. You want John Gruden? No, that was just my shout out to Timmy. So I don't like that. I I think here's my prediction. Packers are gonna win by two scores next week against the Saints. Saints play tomorrow, so it's a short week. They got to travel. All the way up the the whole country to I mean it's same time zone but it's, that's a long flight up to Green Bay from New Orleans on a short week and then I would guess that Jones Watson and Bakhtiari all play the home opener it's on grass so there's nothing to fear um, maybe it'll rain maybe maybe Bakhtiari won't want to play in the rain anymore so hopefully hopefully the, the we got blue skies if Rogers didn't get hurt I think Bakhtiari plays yeah I mean yeah he's just so like, Rogers is still affecting our season. It's it's so yeah. frustrating. It uh, just hit me. This might be a protest. It is a protest. Like, that just yeah. that's, what, that's what I've been talking about the whole show. Yeah. Well, I guess not so much in like, oh, I I I don't want to play on turf, but like I'm upset that my buddy got hurt, so I'm gonna make a point. Like that's what Yeah, they need to can him. They just let it go. I think he needs um, a haircut. Ryan <laughs> says we're one and one going home first place. I'll take it. Bijan will be a Hall of Famer. Well, with running backs, I mean, he'll probably be. Bijan's going to, Atlanta's going to use three years of him and then he'll be holding out at age 25. 
and Jordan Love is really good. Um, I'm going to head out, but I do want to say shame on the Packers because you know what else that I forgot to bring up? The mustard guy. Like, he won. Let that sink in. The mustard guy. I think that was he, nacho cheese. No, didn't you see that? There was an Atlanta fan that said he drove up to Lambeau Field. He's like, I drove an oh, hour just to do guy? this. Yeah. And then he drank oh, some uh, Bijan Dijon. And he was like, yeah, Falcons. And now <laughs> he won. Unbelievable. All right. I love you guys. Uh, let's let's do a Winkler game soon. I'll be at the Thursday night game. So if anybody else is going, hit me up. I'd love to see you. All right. See you, buddy. Q, any uh, other comments from you? No, I, I'll just reiterate. I think the Packers will destroy the Saints next week with some home cooking. Um Looking forward to seeing love with Watson and um, hopefully, hopefully we can rally or rattle off a few wins. Don't we have lions in week four? So it'd be, it'd be nice to get a couple wins in a row here. So. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, these are not, you know, guaranteed anything. We don't any, every game could feel like this. Every game could be every game. We could be down 12, we're up 12 in the fourth quarter, and who knows how it's going to end. This is going to be a – it should be a fun year. I, it will be a – it would be an interesting year. It will be a fun year. I just don't want to give away – in a season where you don't know how many games you're going to win, I don't want to give them away. We gave one away. Yeah, and I, I guess there's a lot for the young guys to learn, especially Jordan Love from this, this loss. Um, so hopefully – Hopefully he can have like a, a close victory or a, a comeback win early in the season so that uh, we know he can get that monkey off his back. But it's just growing pains. It's going to be an up and down year with the team this young. Um, so they could look like studs and then duds. So we'll see what happens. Duds and duds. All right. Thank you. <laughs> see you guys. Okay. 30 seconds from now, we will reintroduce you. Oh, baby boy. 30 seconds from now. I do want to remind you about our, our messaging because I have teamed up. This show is teamed up with the Wisconsin Bike Fed. Had their big party. 35 years they've been in existence. They are using the show as a conduit to tell you to stop driving like a maniac. Okay? The, the evening hours creeping up a little earlier this time of the year. It gets a little darker. Make sure you have your lights on. Make sure you slow down. Look around. The same kind of like strategy you have when you're walking and, hey, let's look both ways. Let's check for cars. You need to remind yourself to have that as a driver because there's other people using other transportation methods to get to where they're trying to get to. Walking, specifically biking. You know, these kids in their little wagons. You got to be careful about that. There's more accidents this time of the year. Learn more. WisconsinBikeFed.org. Ladies and gentlemen, Dave in Good afternoon, Bart. Dave, what's up, buddy? Hey, just so you know, I know I've been absent from a visual, from a call-in, but I've been listening ever so loyally. So just know that I've always been lingering in the background. What the hell have you been? I know you always have like seven jobs. Of course. That's exactly what I do. Um, so 
no, the wrestling thing's been going good. So I've been, uh, I've been getting, I was just at a Turner hall last week, uh, doing a fantastic show down there and, uh, the comedy stuff is going big. So yeah, I, I've been, I've been busy as busy, like crazy. And it's, it's a lot more difficult to be able to get in front of a microphone, uh, than I, I can't actually call anymore. So I, I apologize. Well, it's good to see you. I'll get right into some of the stuff we've been saying. Here's a comment from Patrick. He says, I am right. Matt LaFleur is not a good coach. This is not an opinion from one game. This is a confirmation. What are your thoughts on MLF? I think LaFleur is is fine. The big thing about this game is, first of all, we didn't have Jones. We didn't have Bakhtiari. We didn't have Jenkins. We didn't have Watson. I mean, that's a whole lot to have lost, uh, offensively especially. Defensively? I know I've seen a lot of people getting pissy about uh, Joe Barry again, which is just wrong. In my opinion, I think the bigger problem is the fact that we are having way too many arm tackles and that is making me lose my fucking mind. We should have had a fourth down stop. Savage missed the play. Yeah. I I mean, doing this, what, what, what the hell is that? Uh, That is just completely pointless. Um, And it, it wasn't quite as bad as last week. But penalties are still a killer for this team. Uh, specifically, that first drive, we should have had three points. I don't know if they just didn't trust Carlson and they were trying to back it up a little bit more for a punt situation. But Carlson's been pretty damn good, at least consistent. You might as well just give him the chance. Let him try to kick that 51-yard uh, field goal and try to rely on that defense. Because the defense, honestly, is pretty good. Uh, Quay Walker is looking phenomenal. It should have had that fucking interception. Uh, you know, that's another story too, is the hands, but you know, I, I'd rather them get a, like finish a fucking tackle than to, you know, to catch all the balls that get thrown at them. Apparently someone said Lafleur said that the 56 yarder was too far from, for Carlson. The 56 yarder, but there was that delay a game, uh, right yeah, there. No, he, that, they should have, it was 51 yarder delay a game. They should have still kicked it at 56. It was the beginning of the game. Uh, that's what I'm saying. But there was also another penalty in that, uh, first play as well that you know, really damned them. And obviously the illegal shift at the end too, you know, completely f- fucked it up. And, and I get it. It's you know, Toure drops the ball, whatever. But just none of those penalties should be happening in the first place. You know, the bullshit on the illegal shift, the delay of games, the whatever, this and that. That just can't happen on this team, especially because they are so young and they need time to develop that chemistry. They should be at least playing clean so that way they're not putting themselves into a deeper hole and disadvantage. Ryan Wood tweeted, I'm not sure I've ever seen so much postgame discussion among players in the locker room as I saw after this one. It happens, sure, it happens, but this looked different. Players were going position to position, huddled at lockers, discussing plays on the field. That locker room was a classroom. Um, that, 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 this, is, this is the way that we need to like retrain ourselves about uh, talking about this team. Um, I'm saying some things about how this, this, this. I get reminded in the comments, you guys know they're not going to win the Super Bowl, so don't don't act like this is the way that, you know, some of the stuff 
last year, if AJ Dillon did that, you'd be fucked. You know, David Bakhtiari, this is probably not, probably not uh, going to be a Super Bowl winning team. This is a team that's very young. Elton Jenkins was the oldest guy on that field. Offensively, he's 27. He gets hurt. Then who knows who it might have been Jordan Love. This is the very young team. They are going to learn. They are going to need these kind of experiences to continue to learn. And that's what is happening. It's just you would like to them to be able to do that and also not have they, – they blew it. They blew the game. They they won this game. They they were 2-0. It was as close as being finalized as you could. They just had the Falcons ran all over them. And then the offense with play calling, Jesus, I you know. Uh, the, that was a bad series. And then defensively again, they couldn't stop them. So Finish there's tackle. a lot to learn. It's just – they could have also won. They could have also learned this in a win, but at least take some joy out of the fact that Jordan Love looks really fucking good. It, you know, a lot, he had. Here's what, an, what about this comment? Love misses too many targets. That's it. They win with Rodgers. No, with Rodgers, this is like a thirteen to twelve game. And the Packers lose. No, I, I mean, come on. Jordan Love is looking good, folks. Last week, he had the highest pass rating out of any quarterback. He had still had a 113 today. He's not doing bullshit. He's not throwing interceptions at all. Jordan Love looks poised. He looks confident behind that line, too. And in the, in the pocket and all that, give Jordan Love some credit because he had that initial bomb or right, the very first play of the game, that flea flicker, that was dead on. And that was AJ Terrell that ended up, you know, drawing the, the pass interference on purpose, which is, you know, another line of bullshit, but you know, whatever, I'll take it. That was a fucking touchdown pass just waiting to happen. He looks awesome. I I'm very happy with Jordan love. I think um, as we've talked about this, this game, Yes, it wasn't, and they're not going to be perfect games. I was kind of in a Twitter thing with one guy in the first quarter because he's really dissecting everything about love. You just watched Aaron Rodgers for 15 years, one of the most like technician, one of the best technicians of the game ever. And yes, you know, there's criticism, but in terms of the mechanics and throwing, he's as good as we've seen. And Jordan Love is not going to be him. And Jordan, and then if he ever is going to be him like that, it's not going to be right away. Jordan, if you looked at the Packers and thought, what's going to hold them back from a playoff spot? If that, if that is the baseline, you come into the season and you think, well, it could be Jordan Love. After two games, six touchdowns, I've seen enough. It's not him. Yeah, the, Jordan now, Love is fine. Now you, you can, can go to the playoffs with Jordan Love. It's a lot of the other shit. Yeah, just wipe that draft out of your brain, people. Because now, now you start to question AJ Dillon and you know all of his shit. More importantly, what the fuck is Josiah Deguara on this team for anymore? Uh, he seems completely pointless. You know, if you want to bitch about anything, you I think AJ, uh, sorry, uh, Jordan Love is the guy going forward. I'm not going to say he's, you know, Rodgers or Favre or whatever, but I think Jordan Love is solid. I think LaFleur is fine. I don't know. This is this whole season is going to depend 
on where Matt LaFleur is at because he's really going to be the guy. And at this point, too, you should just be happy. You should be happy for the fact that you are trying so hard. And I think you have a legitimate chance of winning this division and making the playoffs. The Lions are clearly beatable. They lost to an inferior Seattle team today. The the Vikings don't know what the fuck's going on. And the Bears always suck and will forever suck. So be happy, folks, and just cheer on the Packers each and every day and give give some love to Jordan Love, goddammit. I think you're on mute, Bart. I keep doing that to myself. <laughs> you got you hit the cough button. I was applauding you <laughs> for your play on words. Oh God! <laughs> I look at my face. Look, those are those are coughs of love, Bart, and. I'm glad that you feel the same way. Shed a tear for this Packers team and be happy. This this Atlanta team honestly is a lot better than everyone thought. They're two and zero. Oh. Yeah, they're a lot better. The defense, especially, is really fucking good. That Jesse Bates pickup, AJ Terrell, is solid as hell. And I think overall, you're happy, and we win this game. If you have Jones, if you have Watson, if you have Bakhtiari, if you have any one of those pieces, I think you win this game. All right. Well, we're in first place, I guess. So that's good. Hey, Um, just a couple other things to wrap up. Shout out to my wife. She made chili today. We use, I mean, we put the sour cream in there. We put the cheese in there. There's some chunks of meat from Omaha Steaks. Type Bart Winkler in the search bar. Okay. So that was very good. I will be live again uh, Monday night. We'll go live after the Brewers game because there's a lot of Brewers that does need to be discussed. The uh, weekend, Marcana's Grand Slam. We'll we'll catch up on everything Nationals. And they play the Cardinals, who I think have been eliminated, which is funny. So we'll go live after that on Monday night. Monday morning, if you missed it. Channel 12, 6.45 a.m. I'm doing a hit from this basement every Monday for the Packers season. So that will be fun. And uh, I think those are my announcements. Hey, go, and Bart. And my mic was on for that. Yeah, yeah, Bart, look at you. You're, you're doing better than any of us could have predicted, and I think we're all so happy for you. So when I started the podcast, because it's been about a year, if I if I were to say I'll still be doing it for a year, that either means it's going very well, or there's nothing else going on in my life, or desperation. Yeah, it's a little of both. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's a little of both. <laughs> Dave, good to see you. All right, I'll be I'll be uh, jumping on for these Packers uh, recaps for sure. Good, we need that. Sounds good. Have a good one. All right, see ya. Um, the Brewers are in action right now. Again, we'll wrap up a bunch of stuff on the Brewers. Uh, oh, they got the bases loaded in the bottom of the 10th. Uh, Can is up again. I do want to end this because I want to see my dad off to the airport. Uh, so I, I, I'm going to end it. I'm going to end the show.
And if the Brewers win, that's exciting. But I'm, I'm going to end the show. So this is the end of the show. And we'll be back live on Monday. <laughs>